everybody, it's James Rudd here, the Digital Media Editor at Heart, and I'm delighted on this episode of the podcast to welcome Dr. Emily Atkins from the George Institute for Global Health in Sydney, Australia, to discuss her paper, Cost-Effectiveness of Ultra-Low-Dose Quadruple Combination Therapy for High Blood Pressure. We have a good chat about the rationale for using combination therapies for high blood pressure and the results of the Quartet trial and also this cost-effectiveness analysis and whether this could be applied elsewhere in the world to improve outcomes from treating high blood pressure. I'm always grateful for reviews on whichever podcast app you use to listen to us. It really does help us reach new audiences. So thanks so much for that, and I hope you enjoy the show. So it's a great pleasure, Dr. Atkins, to welcome you to the Heart Podcast. Uh, but maybe I can start off by having you introduce yourself for the podcast audience. Um, who are you? Where do you work? And what do you do there? Thank you for having me. So hi, I'm Dr. Emily Atkins. I'm a senior research fellow at the George Institute for Global Health, UNSW Sydney. I'm part of the health system science team. And I'm now leading the economic evaluation work within that team. Uh, previously, I was with the cardiovascular team working on trials and evidence synthesis. Um, I'm interested in the accessibility, the affordability and use of cardiovascular medicines. And you've just written a, a very nice paper, which is called Cost Effectiveness of Ultra-Low-Dose Quadruple Combination Therapy for High Blood Pressure. Uh, recently published in BMJ Heart, and I really wanted to get you on the podcast to to chat about it. Um, but maybe you can start off by giving us some background to the paper. What kind of work has led up to it, and um, why do you think it's an important issue? So high blood pressure is important. It's the leading risk factor of non-communicable disease. Uh, in Australia, about a third of Australian adults have high blood pressure, and about a third, again, of people who are treated for their high blood pressure uh, aren't controlled. So they're still, they're taking medication, but their blood pressure is still high. So we have lots of different blood pressure lowering drugs available. Um, there's, there's heaps to choose from. They're relatively cheap. They're off patent. Um, we know how to safely combine these drugs. And we also know that well, many, many blood pressure guidelines globally recommend that you need more than one drug to achieve blood pressure control. Um, but what we do here is we're still in that situation where you start one drug at a standard dose and then you come back six weeks later and if your blood pressure is still high, then we increase the dose and then you come back six weeks later and then maybe you'll get an, It's a very slow process. And what happens is people get lost along the way. So they might end up staying on ineffective treatment and that leaves people at a higher risk of a heart attack or stroke. And this is preventable risk. Um, we, we saw a few years ago with the sprint trial results, blood pressure guidelines around the world got updated. We um, saw the benefit of lower blood pressure targets. But this wasn't implemented in Australia. We took a very cautious approach. Okay, so it's obviously a huge issue. And as you say, patients are often, you know, started on a single medication, but maybe not appropriately up titrated to get good control. And I guess one of the 
options that we have as clinicians is to use a sort of quad pill strategy or let's say a poly pill strategy where we start lower doses of multiple medications at once um, to get around that issue. Um, But maybe for the non-high blood pressure experts who are listening, can you sort of explain a bit more about what the quad pill is and, and how it differs from typical hypertension treatment? What's sort of published in this area already for for blood pressure and a bit more background that would be really helpful. Okay, um, so the quad pill is a single pill pill comprised of four blood pressure lowering drugs at quarter standard dose. So we're using four ultra low dose components in a single pill. So they're all over encapsulated. And those combination tablets, what are we using there? So I, I can see them here. So we've got Herbisartan in a quarter dose, 37.5 milligrams. We've got Amlodipine, 1.25 milligrams, 0.65 milligrams of indapamide, and 2.5 milligrams of bisoprolol. Okay. And um, you, in this paper, you used uh, analysis of clinical and economic data from the Quartet trial. And your paper was a kind of nested uh, within that trial. Um, but maybe you can tell us about the main trial, first of all, uh, and where your work fits into it. Tell us about the Quartet trial. Yeah. So the Quartet trial was a multi-center uh, randomized double-blind trial of initial treatment with a quad pill in comparison to initial treatment with a standard dose of herbisartan. Um, We had our primary outcome at 12 weeks. So that was the systolic blood pressure reduction at 12 weeks. And then we had an extended follow-up to 12 months. Um, which uh, a proportion of the um, participants elected to continue. We saw a substantial reduction in systolic blood pressure. Um, So we demonstrated that the quad pill was more effective than the standard dose of herbicidin at reducing systolic blood pressure at the 12-week mark, and that result was sustained out to 12 months. So we got a better blood pressure reduction with the quad pill in comparison to the standard dose of herbisartan. Okay, and then how does this current piece of work fit into that? What did you do in this piece of work? In the economic evaluation of of the quartet trial, I took that we had two components. We had the within-trial cost-effectiveness analysis, um, which was looking at, at 12 weeks, the cost per millimetre mercury reduction in systolic blood pressure, and cost per additional person achieving blood pressure control. And then we had a modelled analysis, which was out over a lifetime, the cost per quality adjusted life year, quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so to do that cost per quality, we took the participants' baseline characteristics and calculated their cardiovascular risk we then used the risk reductions um, based on published systematic review and meta-analysis for um, risk reductions for facial and non-facial cardiovascular events and non-cardiovascular deaths. And from that, we took that out using the global risk equation to lifetime cardiovascular events and converted that into qualities um, using published EQ5D um, and utilities for or disutilities for heart attack and stroke. Okay. And um, 
what were your main findings? What were the major results of this analysis? Um, so at the 12 weeks, the within trial results, we saw a little bit of difference. So uh, we're looking at a, a cost of $10 per millimeter mercury reduction in systolic blood pressure. And, and the confidence interval around that is maybe it costs a little bit more, maybe it's a little bit cost saving. So it's about equivalent to our usual care, our, our standard dose monotherapy in terms of um, that cost effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a little bit more expensive, but it's also a, a, a little bit better at reducing blood pressure. Okay, so a little bit more effective. Okay. And that's what we saw in the trial, that the, the quad pill was more effective than usual care. Yeah. Um, then when we take that out to the lifetime, the model, what we're looking at is um, $14,000 per quality, which our threshold for determining cost effectiveness is 30000 So it's well below that threshold of determining if something is cost effective in Australia, where definitely in that space where we can confidently say that it's cost effective. And we look at our sensitivity analysis in every single situation that we tested, it was cost effective or dominant. So it was more effective and less costly. Over a predicted lifetime. Over a lifetime. Okay, of the patient. Got you. Fantastic. Um, And I I saw in your nice tornado plot, and I had to look up what a tornado plot was, I have to say, it was nice to see that, yeah, as you say, even if there was a reasonable increase in the price of the of the quad pill, it would still be cost effective for quite a long time because it's underneath that 30K by quite a lot, isn't it? Especially 14K versus 30K. Um, so, yeah, that looks good. Yeah. And so we, we took that even further. We did the threshold analysis of what would the pill have to cost to no longer be cost effective? Mm. And that would be if the, the daily cost, so for our... Current estimate, I think we're on, sorry, 51 cents a day as the cost of the quad pill. We'd have to push that price all the way up to 81 cents a day for it to no longer be cost effective. But because we're um, working within the guidelines of the the Australian Pharmaceutical um, Benefits advisory committee um, at how pricing is set for our pharmaceutical benefits scheme, there are rules around how you can price things that are made up of low doses and combinations. And so the com- combination of those rules mean this pretty limited scope of pushing the price higher. And so we're, we're fairly confident that that's what the price of the pill would be within this system. Yeah. And did you see any major, maybe this is in the main trial and perhaps not covered in your paper, but did you see any major differences in sort of side effects or patient tolerance of the quad pill versus monotherapy? Or maybe I can put a link to the main paper in, in the show notes. But just off the top of your head, was there any major complaints from patients um, that they, they didn't like the quad pill as much once you unblinded? Um, no, actually, um. I had embedded in the trial, and I'm still trying to publish these results, I embedded in the trial um, participant feedback. Um, so we had in in the case report forms just uh, a simple, um, would you request this from your doctor if it was available? And the majority said yes. The majority of participants wanted it. We went into doing interviews um, with 16 participants around Australia 
And these these participants were still blinded. They didn't know whether they were on the quad pill or the standard care. But they were all on board with the idea of the single pill combination of getting a single pill with low doses of multiple drugs was perfectly acceptable. Um, the one thing they wanted was a smaller capsule. Everyone wants a smaller pill. <laughs> <laughs> and as you've, as you've been saying, the study was done um, completely within Australia. But do you think the conclusions that you drew would be generalizable to other healthcare systems around the world? So with the blood pressure result, the, the main result from the quartet trial, I believe that would be generalizable. With the cost-effectiveness result, there's uh, I have some hesitation and it's just because different health systems are different. The way mm. um, things are paid for is different in different locations. So while I can confidently say we're, we're below the threshold here, I'm not 100% certain how to calculate the cost for a UK. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate that, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's it's hard to know, isn't it? Um, and I guess we that work remains to be done, right? The testing of the the polypill in in other settings. Um, and just to wrap up, what what questions uh, remain unanswered, um, Emily? You're, you're talking about maybe doing some or publishing some further work from from your study, but are there any other questions you'd like to see addressed in in future research studies about combination pills and strategies for improving? blood pressure control and access to underserved communities and things like that? Um, so I think because of our study, we didn't have a lot of the very old. Um, our, our participants were a bit younger than where the majority of people with hypertension are aged. So I, I think there is some work to be done in older populations. Um, my colleagues in the US, we have a sister trial, Quartet USA. Um, so um, they were working in an underserved community in the US doing the quartet trial there um, so I, I don't believe their results are out yet in terms of other steps I, I'm, I'm really keen to to look at if if the quad pill was was available in other countries what would it cost what would be affordable more globally with a how new medicines are often priced, uh, there can be accessibility problems as as medicines are can be unaffordable for for people on lower incomes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. I was just just as you were talking, I was just thinking there because I think all of the the four drugs in the in the quad pillar off patent. I think I'm pretty sure that's true in the UK at least. But I guess. If there's a pharmaceutical company that then packages them up into a nice small pill, maybe there is, yeah, some patenting that can be done of the combination rather than the individual medicines, and therefore the price may may be higher than you'd expect. Um, I, but I don't know if that's true. I'm just yeah. speculating. I don't know if you've got any knowledge about how things are priced, uh -huh. but no, I'd like to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, eighty-one cents a day. I don't know what that converts to in terms of US or UK currency. I think it's maybe. It's about double, isn't um, it? So maybe it's about 40 pence or 40 cents US. Doesn't seem too much, does it, for for four, four medications in, in low dose that seem to be effective, both in terms of reducing, reducing blood pressure, but also acceptable to patients. No, it sounds good. Just before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share, 
Dr. Atkins about this trial? Where can, where can people maybe go to find out um, more about in this area if they're interested? Okay, so if you're interested in quad pill research, um, the sort of pipeline that, that led to the cost-effectiveness analysis sort of came from the quad pill pilot and the quartet trial, which was led by Professors Clara Chow and Professor Anthony Rogers, um, building on evidence generated by systematic reviews like Dr. Alex Bennett and Dr. Abdul Salam. And these things are always um, team efforts and, and we absolutely cannot do research without our collaborators in in the hospitals, in the GP clinics and, and without our trial participants. So very grateful for everyone who's been able to sort of contribute to, to the building of this knowledge. Um, if people are interested in connecting with me, um, I'm on Twitter or now X, uh, at Emily R. Atkins. Um, and so you can connect with me that way. Um, you can always email me. Um, eatatkins at georginstitute.org.au. Excellent. I will certainly put all the links that you've just mentioned in the show notes so people can can find you easily. I think your Twitter handle is also on the paper as well, uh, which I'll make open access for a few weeks if it's not already open access so people can read it. And I'll put a link um, to the, the quartet trial as well so people can read the results of the main paper. But just want to thank you uh, for taking part and explaining it to us in a bit more detail. And uh, good luck with all your uh, future research endeavours. Thanks, James.